Hi, everyone. How's it going? Ugh. After Terrifier <laughs> 2? Great. Yeah. I Recapping it kind of made my stomach turn just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty violent. If you guys, um, If you guys want, definitely go back and listen to that episode and go watch that movie if you really hate what you had to eat. Yeah, if you just need to have all that come right back up, please go watch <laughs> Terrifier 2 and then go and listen or watch our uh, double feature recap. It's a, uh, we're doing our, this is our smile uh, review recap, the yep. movie smile. The movie smile, which, is, which came out in 2022. Yeah, last year, around this time. Yeah. I remember, I remember when it, really yeah. wanting to watch this movie. Yeah, me too. And I think like a lot of people like respected it or something. Yeah, I believe. People I believe like, so. People like liked it, I would say. Yeah, I don't think there was a love for it, but there may have been a like. They're like, for okay. It. Yeah. Um, so this is Mean Girls Interrupted. Movie, movie review and recap podcast. Uh, probably the best one. <laughs> I mean, listen, sure. In my opinion, we're yeah. the best at what we do. And uh, we go off the rails sometimes. I'm sorry. I do it the yeah. most. Well, I mean, like, what's the point of doing this if we're not going completely off the rails? We have to go off the rails. If you guys want consistency in your movie reviews, it's probably this one. We're consistent in the fact that, like, I'm constantly interrupting. Um, well, that's why we call it Mean Girls Interrupted, because we're two mean girls interrupted. We're not mean and we're not girls, but... We we're are interrupted. interrupted. Um, so this this uh, this episode uh, movie is Smile, um, which um, uh, yeah, it is a horror. It is also it is. a mystery, a thriller. Yep, it does have the mystery elements. It's very Nancy Drew at some point. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> as it is, and uh, it's a uh, written and directed by a person called Parker Finn. Has Parker um, Finn done anything before this that's notable that we might know? Um, in my opinion, no. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Uh, but this is, it stars an actress uh, named Sosie Bacon. Yeah, that's, um, that's our dear friend, uh, Mr. Kevin Bacon's daughter. I knew, I knew in the back of my mind while watching this, I was like, she has to be she has to be plugged in in some capacity as an actress to be doing this. She's actually she's actually quite decent. I want to give her that. Like I think she's I think she's pretty believable in this role. I would say yes. She's believable. She's believable in this role. So, we'll good get for to her. it. We will. We're going to get to it. Um, so the the budget of this was seventeen million dollars, believe it or not. I mean, that's not that's not a ton of money. It's I mean, it, it, okay. <sighs> Let me backpedal. As far as movies go, this Get Out a, was done on a four million dollar budget. Terrifier Two was done on two hundred thousand, and it's and still <laughs> this movie seventeen million dollars. I didn't. I'm not seeing 17 million. I don't see 17 million, yeah. but whose pocket did that go into? I just, hmm. I didn't, wasn't expecting you to say that it was like that much, but like 17 million is not a lot for like 
if you're doing a bunch, but it's a lot for this. Yeah. I think it's what I'm trying to say. I think you're saying it exactly the way it needs to be said, Travis. Okay. <laughs> it makes me a little upset. It makes me feel cheated. <laughs> I didn't know that was about to. So when we does that do change this, your whole does that change your whole view of it? No, okay. it doesn't really. It doesn't change my view of it. I mean, it's kind of like, well, I kind of expect more. When we do this, I just want to say this. Uh, I want to preface this by saying I don't look at reviews. John doesn't look at reviews. This is based off of our own. I yeah. don't pay attention to this because we get the, we get the we get the official review at the end of this show. I don't want to go align. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to go into this biased. I don't want to have like an outside perspective being like, this is what I should expect. We um, want to form our own opinions. Right. Because honestly, opinions are like assholes. All of they you are. are are those. You're you know all what? one of those. Truer words have <laughs> never been spoken. Right. So, <laughs> um, so with a $17 million budget, they did gross in its theatrical run worldwide. million. That's a lot. That's a lot of disappointed people. Um, do you think (laughs) 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 we'll get into it at the end? Okay. Sure. Um, not to foreshadow my opinion, (laughs) but it's gonna be hard for me to talk about this movie. Um, I watched it yesterday. I I think you and I might have differing opinions, but I don't think by much. And that's all I'm going to say. There's going to be like a Venn diagram overlapping of of thoughts and ideas. I, I think feel. so. I think we kind of yeah. both at the core have the same thoughts, but I think you might have a harsher opinion than I do. But I have, <laughs> I do have some things to say. Okay, good, 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 good. So, so let's get to it. Um Spoiler alert, we will be abridging this movie. Everyone, if you have not watched Smile and want to do so before you listen, cool. If not, then buckle in, beach, because we're going to be, we are going to be spoiling this movie for you. Yes, spoilers abound. Go watch it, come back. And, uh, but if you've seen it, stay tuned and rant and rave at us as we talk about it or nod your head in agreement inside of your car while you're, you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, so this is this was put out by Paramount. Yes. It was supposed to go to streaming. It, they were right. going to do it for streaming, but I think the test audience, they didn't realize. And you want to know it's okay. Yeah. This is very telling when a studio, <laughs> when a studio's like, we didn't realize it was going to test as well. They knew what they had made and their mm. expectations had been subverted because they didn't know the audience was going to actually enjoy it. Yeah, I know. That, but for me, as well, but for me, I'm like, if you're going to make something for streaming, why are you spending $17 million on a horror movie? Listen, I'll t- I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you this. Because the amount that we now have to pay for every streaming service, you better be giving me a movie yeah. that is a good movie. And here's why. Because you are charging us the cost of admission for a movie. And most people, I used to go to movies every weekend. I don't anymore. But yeah. they're a lot of money. They are. And if you're going to continue raising prices, you better give me a high budget, but it also needs to feel high budget. It needs to feel like a theatrical experience. Right. So none of this Netflix watered down 
malarkey. Netflix no, no, movies no. are no, 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 an no atrocity. Girl. Netflix movies are. We're not going to go into it. It's like they just. It's like they made like an AI write the entire script and like the and it, and one of the prompts was to make it appealing for all ages. Yeah, like it's crazy. I don't I'm tired of it appealing. If you're going to make a rated R movie, it better appeal to a rated R audience. Yeah. And so did you watch Bird Box? <laughs> no, I didn't. And I'm going to tell you why, because there was <laughs> one part of me. Not one. The hype was so insane. And uh -huh. I was like, I'm not watching that. It sounds people, stupid. People freaked no. out about that movie. Nope, I didn't watch it. And I never will. I won't. I'm never going to watch Bird Box. You know what she sees, though, right? Have you heard about what, nope. she's, what Sandra Bullock sees? John, I have actually actively avoided everything about that movie. Tell me, what does she what does she see? I'm not watching it, so you can spoil it for me. It's a giant baby monster. No, I'm no, sorry. I'm Whenever not. she takes off her little blindfold and sees the thing, giant baby monster. That sounds so dumb. That sounds but it's not so far off. I did think of Bird Box whenever I saw whenever at the ending of Smile. It is because it is a in Bird Box. It is like a CGI baby monster that's hmm. for lack of a better term <laughs> so i'm fine i'm fine with never seeing this <laughs> i'm like watching you just like get really upset <laughs> yeah because i'm like actually so annoyed that everybody was so hyped over this movie it's so bad and i i would you know what i, I love me some sandy i do i love sandy i love a sandy bullocks um, i was not watching this yeah, while you were sleeping uh -huh. is a Golden Globe nominated movie. She was nominated for a Golden Globe for her role in While You Were Sleeping. If you did not know that, I didn't. And also, everyone's Speed and Speed Two are speed traps. But also, like, go and watch them both. Speed <laughs> but two. you know what? I admire her commitment for starring in the second one. Me, John. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um. Anyway, so smile. Uh, is uh, it's got one of the bacon's in it, and. It does. Uh, she plays a turkey uh, bacon turkey. She plays turkey bacon <laughs> and uh, her name is Rose Cotter. And uh, she is a mental health doctor of some kind. <laughs> yeah, I think she's like a psychologist of sort. Yeah, and she works in a um, in an emergency psychiatric facility. So in they New are Jersey in New Jersey. And so basically like, yeah. So she is already in hell. She's in hell. <laughs> so, um, she, uh, this movie starts off really, really strong. I agree. Yeah, I actually agree. I, I was, I as was far as a cold open is concerned, because this was a cold open. Yeah. How long does it take for it to say smile on the screen? Like it was a good 17, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah like ten. 15 10 plus, minutes? I would say. I would venture to say and dare to say it was 10 plus minutes. It was a pretty solid open. It was good. It was good. I agree. No qualms. Nope. It almost felt like this was based on a short that was the cold open. <laughs> was it not, though? I don't know. Can't tell you. Because hmm. I, I actually think it was. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, continue. 
<laughs> not every good horror short needs a movie adaptation. Uh, but uh, so, uh, yeah, so it starts, the, the strength of this movie is it's open and oh. it does lay it all out there for you. It's compelling. Compelling. It so is she, a compelling open. I was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. what are we getting into? We got character stuff because what we do do is we open up on this image of this uh this really rather dark image of uh of a woman who has been uh, has been done died she's deceased um from a, an apparent overdose and we have a really great tracking shot mm-hmm. really good cinematography going on up top yep um and we settle on a little girl and then who wakes up from this nightmare bacon 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 wakes up (laughs) and she's like oh my gosh i was having like a trauma dream crazy and she's at work she sleeps at work she is she is um she's into the work she's She's doing the work yeah as people say um so she uh she is doing her regular old thing. She sees a, an existing patient. He's having a little bit of a nervous breakdown. And we see her and her character development. But then in the same little safe room, uh, a uh, another patient comes in from the emergency room. And she is in the throes of an intense psychosis, I would say. Yeah. Would you say that? I would agree. I actually would agree. I think so. Um, uh, Yeah. And so this, this disturbed young woman, she is talking about how she's going to die. And uh, she is being stalked by this entity of some sort. And she sees it in the room and starts to flail and freak out. And Bacon turns to it. She runs to this red emergency phone. She's like, hey, I need somebody in here. Something crazy is going on. You got to come see this. And so like, pretty much. And so uh, and then she it's all gone quiet. And then she turns and sees that this vase is broken on the floor. And then she looks at this once screaming and crying young woman. She is now very still and very spookily smiling ear to ear. Honestly, she has a great smile too. It was a good, it was good casting, I'd say. I agree because there's something so unnerving about her smile and her being the first thing you see to set the tone. I was like, brilliant casting. Like, Seriously. Good job. Yeah. Seriously, for her, I was like, who is she? Because I actually really like her. Just she was acting her face off. She did amazing. She was doing good. I was like convinced. I mean, I'm sure it's really difficult to play as a performer. That psychosis, like... I truly believe horror has to be one of the hardest things to do and make believable. Me too. Terror is a very specific feeling. To be able to replicate terror means you've either experienced it before or you are so good. Because you can't fake terror. I don't think it's very easy to fake. Yeah, otherwise it reads as too general and too much sometimes yeah but her performance was great yeah she did great there's another person and i'm not gonna look at (laughs) no there's another performance that they did very well and it's in the future and we'll talk about him later Mm. oh this was played by caitlin stacy i like her whoever she is i hope we see more of her yeah also girl do not fix your teeth don't get tv teeth 
whatever's going on there, that's her signature. Her smile's amazing. Yeah, we, we're pro your smile, Caitlin Stacy. Stay, stay the way you are, girl. Yeah, sashay, you stay. Yeah. Play another day. Sashay, you stay, see. She didn't came Caitlin. to play, stay. Comic Caitlin. <laughs> stay, say. <laughs> um, so no, she, no, 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 sorry. Uh, she, uh, so she takes that shard of broken vase and cuts herself ear to ear like a smile. Yeah. And and dies with this crazy smile on her face. It's scary. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> she looked peaceful. She looked like she died with a smile on her face. She was happy. She was. She died doing what she loved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, she, uh, so that's where the movie starts, and yeah. uh, Bacon goes home completely traumatized from the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we meet her cat named Mustache. Oh, the name. I love the cat, but the name, it wasn't working. If, if you're going to name the cat in the movie Mustache as a writer. Yeah. You need to just say it one time because this cat plays a prominent role in the beginning parts of this movie and she is mm -hmm. she keeps she keeps saying the the name mustache and so do other characters they're like is that mustache what did you do to mustache 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 where's mustache you know how when you say a word too many times and it starts to feel foreign yeah that's i get what you're saying because i'm like the (laughs) word it's there's nothing happening for me now a cat doesn't even have a mustache no it was a cute cat though sure but that's it doesn't need to be there. made it was a distracting name for me i agree with you on that 100 percent. i didn't like it give it a give it a real name it just really bothered it me <laughs> honestly just name the cat kevin greg greg there's a greg in the movie just name <laughs> the cat greg gregory <laughs> name it caitlin stacy Honestly, I would have loved if that cat's name was Greg. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah, mustache isn't it, but continue. So she has a cat named Mustache. And she does mix its food together with a fork that people use. She does. She do be doing that, actually. (laughs) And so, of course... Uh, while she's like mid drinking a glass of wine, she's interrupted and scared by her her fiance. No, not even just her fiance. She sees something in her house. There's something in the corner staring oh, at right. her. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So we come in really quick. It starts real quick. Yeah, but she, she looks starts at this to thing. see something. She sees this thing in the dark in the kitchen, but she doesn't jump that much. No, she's kind of like what. She's just like looking at it as if she might know what it is. Um, and uh, yeah. And then like the the fiance comes home, interrupts it. And she's like, oh, uh, the glass breaks. And she's like, you scared me. And this this fiance is played by uh, Jesse T. Usher. He is from the boys um, uh, Amazon series. Are you for real? I like the boys. Is he the fast one? 
He's the fast one, like the Flash, but not the Flash. Right. Okay. So I only watched the first season, but I did see a scene from one of the pri- the one of the seasons after where th- one of the guys climbs into, and I'm not gonna. Yeah. And then he accidentally sneezes and grows big, and a person blows up. Yeah. And I was like, "What is this? <laughs> so crazy!" I won't go into it, but it sounds. I'm gonna have to watch it. I think. I liked it. <laughs> To each his own, but um, oh, trust so, me, I like the part leading up to it. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, so Jesse T. Usher, um, he plays the fiance, and can I tell you the chemistry between Trevor and Bacon? Couldn't be worse. Where is it? There isn't any. What's going on here? Nope, there was not. But maybe. I understand why they do chemistry reads now, because I'm like, okay, there has to be something that translates through the lens. Okay, but also maybe they did that intentionally because you you don't think so? I don't think so, because it was it wasn't there throughout because he has some very dramatic scenes with her later on. And even then, I was just like, oh, there's just like it's almost like they're acting in different rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And I don't know what it is. It's very flat. The room actually felt colder when he (laughs) showed up than when the demon was in the corner. She was over there bringing light and love and he showed up and it was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know what's more terrifying. A ghost (laughs) in the corner or the... Or a a dead bedroom. What's worse? It was so bad. That's a dead bedroom, dude. They haven't... It's I'm yeah. sorry for them. I wonder if they like just hated each other during filming. They probably just why well, we won't get into it. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so that that's also a distractor throughout the movie for me is the lack of chemistry, but not just between these two, especially between these two, but but also the brother and sister, the sister the, and the brother-in-law. Everybody who is acting with Sosie Bacon. There is a disconnect. There is. She does good on her own. The casting's really strange. Now that I'm thinking about it, the casting's very strange. It's very, very strange. Interesting. Okay, almost like looking haunting back, almost. <laughs> I think it is supposed to reflect nightmare. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but it doesn't a, matter. It was distracting for me, and I did not like it. So yeah, let's not get into the weeds okay. of them. All right, all right, all right. So anyway, so Bacon is like um, now being toyed and haunted by exactly what um, what Casey said while she was having her psychosis right up until the moment that she killed herself. She was like, this thing does this, that, or the other. And then she's talked about a smile at some point before she killed herself. And so Bacon starts seeing little bits and bobs of people smiling, and especially the one of her patients, who she thinks Carl. is Carl. Carl. She walks by his room. What a name. And he's like, and he's Literally, sitting, what a name. He's just sitting there smiling at her, and she's like freaked out. And then she's like, whatever. So she starts to unravel a bit. She 5150s him and he's literally just sleeping in his bed because she's hallucinating. Yeah. So her sanity <laughs> is called into question. Yep. And so she's overworked, doesn't sleep. Things aren't going super great at home. 
And she also has trauma that they keep mentioning from her past that's unresolved. Constant, constant <laughs> trauma. Even her boss knows about it. Like, you know, you have trauma in your past. You know, she really shouldn't be sharing all of these things with people. You don't you know have what? to share those things with your employer. No, no, no. You really don't. But as as a psychiatrist, like psychologist, you do have a responsibility to resolve trauma before you start treating others. That's 100% true. Yeah. Otherwise, you are a danger to yourself and others. And also personal truths in the workplace. No, I don't care what, who you are that save it for home. Don't share that with your employers, because guess what? If you work in a right to work state, they can let you go for any reason. If they think you are. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, they don't need a reason. They don't. Keep everything to yourself, bottle it up and explode on a stranger yeah. at circle K within those eight hours at work. Keep it to yourself. They are not your family, nor are they your friends. John, there's not a single person I work with, except for maybe one that yeah. I would go and get a drink with. And I still have never. <laughs> but you know, the idea, the thought is nice. The thought's nice, but still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so um, Bacon goes, starts to suspect that ooh, she might be getting haunted by a thing. So she starts looking into... Um, the patient had killed herself. She starts Nancy. She opens. Okay. You know what she did? She what did said, she do? I'm about to open up one of these Hardy boys books. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, I'm obsessed with Hardy boys. I don't like Nancy drew. Cause yeah. I'm not like all them other girls. So she right. Hardy boys her way into, <laughs> <laughs> into crime solving into the past of, of other people that she doesn't even know. No, she's very nosy. It's not know, any of your business, bitch. Like, yeah. just accept your fate. <laughs> but she is getting, like, these more extre increasingly extreme visions of, of this, like, apparition that looks a lot like her dead mother that we saw in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know what? She is connected to a detective. She has a history with a detective who arrived at the scene of the suicide who she goes to for help. Right. And apparently they had a, uh, apparently they were like together in the past, which John, I, we didn't need it. Mm -mm. The only reason why they had that element is so that she had somebody she could go to who could help move the story along. Exactly. That's and literally the only reason. And also mm -hmm. that guy gets, yes. eaten. that guy gets eaten by Megan Fox in Jennifer's body. That's who he is. That's it. So I love that he's doing horror still. Yeah. But also, I'm like, you're never going to do better than having Megan Fox eat you. <laughs> eat you alive. Yeah, he was uh, like the emo kid, if you forget. Like the I love kid. Jennifer's body so much. Yeah, and he's also in Scream from 2022. Oh. The re... Yeah, the, the re... The remake, the requel... Uh, I'm having a hard time following, but that's, that's okay. Anyway, he's, you know, I like him. Yeah. He's not bad. Huh? I actually think he's kind yeah. of attractive. Yeah. That's the thing that's happening too. Mm -hmm. So good for him. That's also a thing that happens. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, he's the, this detective, his character does render her passive because he ends up finding all the deeds later on. Yeah. And just explaining it to her. And she's all she's doing is just kind of like reacting to the spookiness. Um, but like, so um, 
Yeah, so things are ratcheting up in her supernatural haunting world, and it's making her look crazy to people around her. And it culminates whenever she goes to her nephew's <laughs> nephew's birthday party. I'm not gonna lie, John. Did you like it? Were you living? This was my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, this I mean, was my favorite scene in the movie. And guess what? Yeah, it worked. This worked for me. Whereas I'm like, if this could have been, if this type of energy could have been throughout, yeah, this would have done it for me. Yeah, because I loved the birthday party scene. I the actually birthday, was like hilarious. I thought it was great. I thought it was great, but also it didn't seem to fit anywhere else, like what you were saying. It's That's like, what I'm saying. And it's it's tonally completely different. Also, it doesn't fit within the logic of what's going on and happening to her. Because it's like, who did put that cat in there? Because the, the so she gives the she presents the present that's supposed to be like a toy train to her nephew. He opens it up and it's her missing dead cat. <laughs> which john i was like i knew it though i knew it before we knew it we knew it we knew it we knew it but i was like mustache the, is gone the reveal was so funny to me because it's this little kid with glasses on and he opens it up and only he can see it and you see his, the smile just like drain from his face his mom's and like what'd you get he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't just turn it around to show everyone he lifts it by the scruff out of the box like who would do that john i (laughs) the thing is though it's like this scene is so 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 chaotic the fact that she the fact that this happened and every single one of those children was traumatized at this party (laughs) to me the whole thing is and i know it culminates into them being like this thing thrives on trauma yeah I like that they had to, they traumatized literally every person in this room. True. And but especially her, her, well, she, is it, doesn't she takes the cat and she's like holding it? Yeah, because she doesn't realize that and it was her. She absolutely did it. This entity doesn't do things. She has to be the person who does it because they do talk throughout the movie uh, about um, the people who are affected by this thing. They do things that they can't seemingly remember. Right. She murdered her cat. She put that cat in the box. Yeah. She boxed that cat up. She gave it to her gave nephew. it to her nephew, and then scared every child in that birthday party, <laughs> and then fell into a coffee table <laughs> and shattered it. And like and she cut the ever living shit out of her arms. And then she screams like a crazy person. I love this scene, but. Yeah. It really, yeah. And we don't really come I back love to this, this scene. energy. I did. Yeah, it was great, dude. Because like, this is the tone I was expecting, especially yeah. given the first scene of the movie. Yeah. When we get the first scene, I'm like, those two fit together. Yeah. This makes sense. Absolutely. But the leading up to it, I was like, where, where is the rest? We get bogged down, and by we, I mean the filmmaker. And the audience. And the audience. We get bog- we get bogged down in the quote-unquote mystery of it all. The Nancy mystery. Drew of it all. You know what worked well as a mystery? The Night House. Yes. The Night House was good mystery. Oh, uh, well. Completely. Comparatively. Because it, it committed and leaned into a tone. Because we knew that's what we were getting. Yeah, but this is like what this is trying to do all throughout is we are getting a lot of jump scares that go nowhere. Right. 
the jump scares didn't work. I'm all I'm all for a jump scare. I love I, a jump scare. Me too. But when you're resting the whenever you're whenever you're using it as a for in for every single attempt at scaring the audience, it we can see through it. We can it see we can see it wasn't effective. No, it wasn't effective because we can see through it. And what we're really looking for in a scary movie is suspense and tension. Yeah. Tension and release. So there was there was zero tension in the core story itself to me. I know that we're getting into review territory, but that's okay. Because not a lot happens thereafter. Like, no, like she is she's meandering a lot through the, the second act of this movie. There's a lot of things that made me like almost fall asleep. <laughs> I was watching it late. And I was like finding myself closing my eyes to it. Ah. And I was like, and there was no reason for it because it was like 8.30. And so it just kind of like has like this lulling, droning, boring second act where she's like literally just taking steps towards things and going into houses going going different places driving to places and nothing's happening at all no she's just trying to figure things out right and not in a very engaging way at whatsoever yeah until she finally goes back to um their childhood home which has just been sitting there and she completely abandoned we should say she realizes that one of the ways she can escape so we find out that if you want to skip killing yourself, you have to kill somebody and have a witness. And that right. witness has to see you do it. And it has to be brutal in a way that is going to be so insane, traumatic, tra traumatic to transfer on to the witness of the murder. Otherwise, you're going to end up yeah. killing yourself. And to this point, just real quick, my, my chief complaint about this revelation is that it wasn't discovered by Bacon herself. It was... No discovered by her detective friend and told to her through a phone call right and so she's like you know what i can do passive passive pr protagonist is the worst instead so. of yeah and instead of her having to have somebody watch her commit suicide she's like i'm gonna go be alone problem is bitch if you're gonna go be alone don't tell someone where you're gonna be <laughs> she didn't yeah. even say where she was going to be but she told somebody that she had a personal and close relationship with who's probably been to her house before clearly mm -hmm. don't tell that person you're gonna go be alone girl go be alone yeah like just do it and then end the curse and stop it like don't leave yourself an out yeah because now and immediately I'm not joking. When she was on the phone and he was like, all the cops are looking for you. Where are you going? She said, I'm going to go be alone. Girl, hang up the phone. Right. I knew right then. I already knew how this movie was going to end. Just FYI. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I already knew how it was going to end. I would have too if I did not off at that point. Because I honestly don't remember that. <laughs> I did not off at two points. She did. Uh, yeah. She told, And I was like, immediately, I was like, like, okay, this is cool you've basically just said how this movie's gonna end mm -hmm. and there's 30 minutes left right and so she does go to this childhood home where she experiences the demon whatever entity whatever you want to call it itself in the form of 
her mother, but it turns into like this trauma monster. Yeah, trauma mama. Trauma mama. <laughs> Where it's like her mother, but distorted and distended to be like seven feet tall and creepy and goopy. But it's also- We saw a better version of that in Barbarian. We did. There's a better version of her in Barbarian. So. And it's also practical and not a CGI monster. Right. I hate the CGI-ness of it. I'm like, you don't need to do that. Also, why does she look like Samara? Right. And it's just, and like, she has like this, this goofy smile on her face that's not translating well because it's like a, it's a cartoon face. No, it's like, girl, you have asparagus in your teeth. Yeah. Like, girl. <laughs> it's not, I don't, I don't know. The movie devolves into the climax, which is bacon gets crispy hunty <laughs> oh girl <laughs> i i did think and i'll say this there was a moment where i was like she might beat this one moment for me where i was like she might beat this and then it all disappeared real quick yeah i like it whenever the so she sets herself on fire after she is possessed by the the trauma mama and I liked, I liked when skin it came off and it climbed into her mouth. And that was pretty crazy. Yes. Whenever the trauma mama reveals itself to be its true self, which is like this crazy skinless. Was, that was cool. Like, yeah, like several different jaws and a smile. And that was a cool. Meat curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. And it's like that for me was effective. That worked. But also, yeah. do you remember watching uh, that show, Attack on Titan? Because they're the same thing. Yeah, those creepy <laughs> smiles. They're the same thing. Like the, the bare raw muscle. Yeah. This movie suffers from not knowing which movie it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the, but the possession um, mechanic, I got to tell you. That was cool. Um, but I believe a little filmmaker named Remy Weeks has done it before. Oh, yeah, because there's this little movie from on Netflix that came out like deep pandemic. So I don't know if a lot of people watched it, but I love this movie as a horror movie, like a supernatural ghost house movie. Like um, there's um, there does end up being like a demon spirit, demonic spirit that seeks to possess one of the one of the characters uh, through through a gash in his arm that's cool by opening up the gash and like working his whole way into the person that's cool and they show it practically sort of like how in smile she's like it's like climbing into her crazy disjointed distorted mouth yeah but i did respect and i liked it i did like that scene i did i was like this is cool but need to have it throughout the whole thing Right. Saying. Um, anyway, so um, she's possessed. She sets herself on fire in front of her old flame. Who should have minded his own damn business. Yeah, but he but I did like risk. that. I like that you could see her in his pupils burning. Totally on fire. I thought that was cool. I was like, that's cool cinematography because you could yeah. see her in the background and she was smiling. She yeah. wasn't moving in no pain. She was just a flame in the reflection of his pupils. And you're like... Yep. Well, she didn't make it. She lost. She lost. And I do <laughs> no. like that. I, I do, do like, like it. I do like it. 
How, oh, you know? talk about the twist. I did like the twist and maybe we can leave it in or out. What? Why she felt so guilty about her mother passing was that her mother, which they leave a lot of it out until you get a little bit of a flashback and you see she walks into the room. Her mom's like, Rose, I've made a mistake. And then Rose is just standing there and her mom screams because her mom's dying of an overdose on the bed. And she is like, Rose, Rose runs away, doesn't call the paramedics. And yeah. a couple hours later comes back and her mom's dead. So you miss. Yeah. You get there's the guilt. Where- there's guilt attached to the trauma. Yep. And it's that thematically. Yes, that's great. And it totally works. And it's very deeply relatable. But also, I can tell you this. Yeah. It's not necessary. Also, it gets lost. It gets gets lost lost in it because it's like, we already know that she's a traumatized person. This thing feeds on trauma. Mm -hmm. So like, we go back and they're like, oh, we're going to give you a twist. Yeah, she feels guilty because she never called like anyone to help. But it's not as, I mean, at this point in the movie, whenever it is revealed, which is like the very end. Yeah. Um, that's like, I feel like that would work better as like sort of a midpoint reveal to deepen Dagan's yeah. character yep. because her character isn't really doing a whole lot and mm. there isn't a lot revealed about her or her motivation other than I have to like lift this curse that I now have. Also, her sister Holly is so insufferable. I'm like, your party deserved a dead cat in a box. Yeah. Like, you're awful. Also, there's, there's some. There's she a was a very unlikable. Not only unlikable, I don't mind unlikable characters, but there was a way that these characters were written on the page. That's what I mean, though. It's like and I also don't mind an unlikable character, but they're unlikable in the sense that they're also from the, from not the beginning. Believable. Correct, because it's like not believable, and it's like from the beginning that we meet all of them and the and the whole dynamic is like they're at dinner. It's it's Bacon, uh, Bacon's fiance, and Bacon's sister. And it's Bacon's Holly and Greg. Husband. I remember the Holly names because I was like, they're annoying. They like they're not only annoying, but they're so one-dimensionally jerks. Yeah, and everybody is like really mean to each other. They're and I'm, like, very mean to each other. Even Bacon herself. I'm like, why? Like, what's going on here? It's it's just it wasn't well written in my opinion, and the characters were just there wasn't anything to them at all. Like, even Bacon herself. I'm like, there's just nothing going on, and yeah, that's smile, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was a disappointing movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not. Um, OK, so let's I'm, I'll do it real quick. And yeah. so out of 10. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be really hard to do. OK, so out of out of 10, like distorted necks of your sister, like walking fast, walking up to your car, Ugh. banging on your door and then her head twisting around and being the monster out of 10 of those. I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a five. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll say this. Terrifier 2 is better than this. Um, So, but I give (laughs) it a five. More effective, yeah. I'll give it a five, and here's why, and I'll be super quick. No, go for it. 
This movie doesn't know what it is. If you've ever watched the movie It Follows, it does this far better and it's way better movie. Go watch It Follows because this movie also reminds me of The Ring. You have seven days to yes. live, maybe that once you've seen it. Because once oh you've seen gosh, it, it's I over. Oh my gosh, I thought that too. Oh my God. So this movie is The Ring. This movie is what it's trying to be, It Follows. And this movie is not original. The story is not Ooh. great. Um, the story's not great. The acting, I will give an A plus because these people tried. They really tried. <laughs> they showed up to work today. <laughs> they showed up to work and they did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, it's choppy. Um, cinematography's good. Mm. It's not $17 million. I don't know whose pocket that went to. Um, but I'm only going to give it a middle of the road because the beginning sequence, and I'm glad you brought that up in the beginning. I walked out of the room and went to my redacted and I said, this is off to a good start. Yeah. And I was really happy with that. I think that there were elements in this. There was a lot of, we don't need the mystery. Give me the horror. Mm -mm. Give me the monsters. Also, what I really, really didn't like. Yeah. Get is, it. I'm going to say this. When they are talking about how this thing comes in so many different, it can come as this person. It can come as this person. It can be this. Mm. We got three different versions of it we got the psychologist one who was mm -hmm. the monster we got the sister who was the monster and we got the girl at the party who was the monster oh carl secretly but the majority of the time all we saw in the shadows was her mother it didn't yeah. manifest as anything other than her mother give yeah. me i want this person on the street you've never seen and they kept saying strangers we never saw a single stranger that was this monster yeah I'm sorry, I'm long-winded. No, I said no, I I'm into short. it. I'm eating this all up. I said I was going to be short. <laughs> this movie is, this is diet, it follows. Yeah. Do not, this is an just go watch movie. it, it follows. It came out in 2014. It's actually effective and it's good. Yeah, I would, I would say so too. But, and to your point, all valid points. And Girl the Ring. Mm. The Girl <laughs> I personally love the ring. I love the ring, but I don't love that this was also the ring. Seven days. Whenever she was like a week, I was like, girl, all you needed was one phone call from Samara being like seven days. Yep. And come on. No. And also there is a lore and a justification of why Samara calls you and says seven days, because that's how long it took her to die in the well. Yeah. This there's nothing seven days. This arbitrary crazy so this movie sucks on so many levels and i'm just like and it tries to dupe you into thinking that it's an actual good horror movie it's it, not that and i think a lot of people were duped it's not that it's not that at all and like strong start very strong very start. commendable there's a, a strong scene with the cat that i love but strong it doesn't scene fit. with the cat also, the reveal of the demon itself, entity, whatever you want to call it, and the possession story that this actually is, it's like, cool, great, cool design concepts. I mean, could do without the cartoon Trauma Mama, because Trauma it's Mama. a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't rest the whole laurels of this horror movie on jump scares that aren't effective they don't work we already knew ineffective jump scares that do not tie 
into the narrative and it's not linked to any sort of suspense leading up to things no it's just like loud telephones loud noises this way this crashes over there it's i don't know it's just it was weak sauce for me also why ethan why did ethan have to be the one her fiance is sucks he's a he's a terrible person yeah why couldn't she have just killed herself in front of him he's more deserving whereas ethan clearly sounds like he was treated terribly by rose when they were in a relationship and then comes to her aid only to be now possessed by this demon where the only way he can get out of it is by murdering someone. And he's a police officer. He's a police officer. And so, I mean, he could like work around the law. He could work around, which I was thinking about. Please tell me you don't think we're going to get a sequel. I think we are going to get a sequel because it was highly profitable. And I'm sure the critics, I don't know what the critics are going to say. This is not for me. I don't know either, but we're going to get into it right now. But can I just mention one thing? Yes, of course. I, you know what? I love me some bacon. I love it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. But I'm going to speculate and I don't want to go crazy. And I don't like to disparage anybody. No. But there's just something off with not bacon herself, but the dynamic between her and her scene partners. And I don't know. I don't know if it was directing writing the way things were filmed i don't i don't know but there's something off going on here i can agree i can agree with you i truly think it's a i personally was like okay maybe it's because they are trying to create like this dream like this nightmare no i don't know Mm, they were not like this hallucination? I don't, so. I don't think so one bit. I think they okay. were really earnestly trying to do. I thought they were thought they were killing it in the scenes, but it's, it didn't uh, work. Didn't work. Anyway, so I definitely didn't believe her and her fiance. Yeah, so not for me, one bit. No, not at all. That was the worst of it. That casting was not good. That no. wasn't good casting. That wasn't good whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, so, um, my so out of ten. Uh, one out of ten, I don't know, gaping mouths. Oh, yes, like rows of teeth. Rows of teeth. I would give this, I want to give it a five, but I also like because I just like I'm so irked by it, I, I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so, That's totally okay. I, I was not scared at any point. Me either. This movie wasn't scary. The jump scares did not make me jump. I don't care what it was. It did not, it did not do what it was trying to do for me. When I had texted you and I was like, I'm 47 minutes into this and what, yeah. the F and what the F that was right after the birthday party scene. And then you didn't hear from me again because I was like, <laughs> where's the rest? Because I had watched it before you and I was yeah. like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, you so- never heard from me again. Cause I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was hope I was like a part of me was like I bet he kind of like maybe liked it a lot and I'm like I hope not but nope, you know I didn't it, I didn't because I didn't like that I liked it follows and this was that movie but worse. yeah are you ready to get a little upset I am 
Okay, everybody <laughs> listening to this, we're about to get a little upset if you're not already, because no. you might love this movie. Oh. Um, and uh, so RottenTomatoes.com, the tomatometer is 80%. The critics gave this an 80? 80%. <sighs> and the audience is 77%. They're closer. The audience <sighs> is closer. Why did the critics give it? Okay. Just pick one critic, the top one, and tell us why they think this is an 80. Okay, let me just go to the critics' consensus first, though. So it goes, they say, deeply creepy visuals and a standout Sosie Bacon further elevate Smile's unsettling exploration of trauma, adding up to the rare feature that satisfyingly expands on a short. So yeah, you were right. Um and the audience says, you may need to pay close attention in order to keep up with the story, but fans of slow burning horror should leave smile with a grin. It's not slow burn. It's it, not. There's just no story. Girl, there isn't like, oh no, I accidentally touched this candle. You can't confuse slow. You can't confuse slow burn and boring. This isn't, yeah, this is not a slow burn. You know what movie's a slow burn horror is Mother, which that movie tripped me out. I don't know if I liked it or not. I, I don't still, know what I, Mother was. I, dude, the jury's still out for me on that movie. I'm not joking. I can't tell if I liked it, but like that- Art House. Yeah. yeah. That is what it was. Mm. That would be more of a slow burn than this. This is just kind of like- Yeah. It really didn't know what it was. I don't think- They didn't have control of anything. No, I don't. Th and the you know beginning what? is okay. the short. The beginning. Here's the thing, though: is like if it did screen well, and they chose to redo some things, we didn't get to see what it screened. I don't know no. what that movie looked like as as it was screened. It got but the I studio truly, treatment. I think Paramount did something with this movie. Who knows? But I mean, I'm not giving anybody that out. No, no, Absolutely me either. Not. Because they still released this, so. Yeah. And like this movie was wildly popular. So see what I'm doing? If you're watching. <laughs> you're, you're not smiling is what I'm he's not, not doing. I'm doing clown frown. Clown. <laughs> That's a clown frown. Clown and frown do rhyme. Because. <laughs> mm -mm. So do you want to hear what one of these like crazy critics says? I yeah, gave it sure. Like a, uh, let's see here. This one gave it out of five, a 3.5. It says Finn, the director, uses the strength of his conceit to turn the screws, raising tension through the ring-like timeline rose faces and the sheer relentlessness of her supernatural tormentor. This guy liked it a little too much, I would say. I was yeah. John, I don't even understand what he just said. He's he's lying. I it's don't a, even understand what he said. Did he even watch this movie? He's saying that there's tension. Where? When was it? Anyway. When was it? When the lady was screaming, get the fuck out of my house? Yeah. Because that was the only part where I was like, you have every right to toss her out of your window. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so one of the, a, a more sane person from BBC.com says, if you want something that will make you jump out of your seat, this is very effective. But for me, the story just didn't come together. Jump out of your seat to what? Change the channel because you lost the remote. If you saw it in the theater, I bet it was loud enough to make you jump. I don't know. I didn't jump. There truly, and the only time when I think that it could have worked was when she was in the kitchen listening in her headphones and hearing Rose. The face popped up that quick and 
What mm-hmm. didn't work after that was she fell out of her chair. It <laughs> takes you out of the moment because I'm like, okay, I get it. She thinks this person's in her house, but she's like, oh, oh. yeah, I don't know. Also, you know what's <laughs> really lame? When yes. she gets the phone call, I don't like, I do not like when they, because I don't understand, A, why is it calling? Is it a hallucination? When oh, it tells right. her to turn yeah. around. And there's nothing there. She doesn't even turn around. The phone rings again and she realizes she's in a hallucination. Yeah. They stopped. <laughs> it, it actually ends the tension when the phone rings. Yeah. Again. And she's like, where am I? So to, again, to your point, this is a bunch of like false starts. They don't follow through with the scares. It's sort of like trying to gaslight you into like believing that it's scary and horrifying. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. It has a good beginning. Um, and then they, lead you, they really want you. They really want you to like this movie. But then the more you watch it, the more you're like, I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this movie and each one of these movies, this movie thinks it is, yeah. is far better as an individual piece. Right. I mean, I'm all about references, but like ripping off the ring is kind of crazy to me. Also, John, if you haven't watched It Follows, I'm not joking. This entire premise of the thing passing from one thing to another yeah. and being a stranger with different faces, that is what this is. Yeah. It is not original in Mm-mm. one form and it comes across and it's unfortunate it's not original <laughs> i so. wouldn't recommend this movie to anybody and i kind of mm-hmm. had a vibe of that like going into it, i was like i saw the trailer and i don't know but i'm but everybody was like yeah smile 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 i'm like no mm-hmm. i'm not smiling smile no Mm-mm-mm-mm. but no, so no, no, that no. was smile everybody yeah. don't run to your streaming platforms. What were we watching it on Paramount, Paramount Plus? Paramount Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't walk and don't run to Paramount Plus to go and see Smile this holiday season. You can if you want to. If you're like, you know what? I enjoy a movie that's supposed to be scary, but it's also not scary. And you do like mysteries, but like that's not that mysterious. So if you basically like Mysteries require uncovering layers and peeling back an onion, like in the ring. She's trying to find the mystery of this little girl and what she is to find how she can find maybe find a solution yeah. to save her son from suffering the fate. Yeah. That's actual real stakes for the protagonist. Yeah. Who did this protagonist have other than herself to save, who she didn't even like to begin with? You can't be doing all of this just to save yourself. There have to there has to be something at stake for you she wasn't like truthfully right she's not trying to save other people like i was thinking you know what while we're talking about it i was thinking about this while we were watching while i was watching it and i was like you know what that was a bad choice to make her and her husband have such like a hateful relationship like she doesn't like her husband like at any point, she's not like, I'm so in love and I need to, I need to work to save you. Like, like that's a missed opportunity. Cause like, if she had like the best husband and or fiance in the entire world and so much to look forward to, like there was nothing about this character that made her even seem like she wanted to even get married and look forward to life at all. But also he didn't even care if this is, if this is the also, person you're 
I know what you're gonna he say. He really didn't care. I know what you're gonna say. Also, and uh, yeah, I watched this with Redacted, and like, and we were thinking it at like the exact same time. It was like whenever he turns on her immediately, whenever she's totally crazy, he's just like, "You're crazy. I'm sleeping on the couch." If you're fully in love in a partner with somebody and you're going to get married to that person, you have a history and a relationship and your lives are so intertwined that like, like if my redacted started exhibiting insane behaviors where I was concerned about his mental health, I wouldn't be like, screw you. I'm sleeping on the couch. Crazy. Exactly. I don't know. This movie suffers from uh, it this suffers. Movie suffers. This it movie suffers, suffers, period. Yeah. So. Um, so with that, Travis, we did it again. We've done it. <laughs> I'm done talking about this movie. Me too. I think I think our explanation. I hope you guys don't think our explanations are too long-winded, but we really do try to come up with real reasons why this Look. movie why movies fall flat. And this one, there's too many. It's too many. It doesn't work for me. But what I am happy about though is that. I love our I love our October double feature time. Me too. Like that's not just like plugging in our what's happening next and bringing this whole thing to a close because I I love it. I get excited and even though Smile was a piece of garbage, I was was better than Fast X. That's true. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I was excited to like get here and talk to you about it because that's what I love to do. Me too. Yeah. But um. But with that, you know. You gotta like, you gotta, you gotta rate, you gotta review, you gotta watch us on YouTube, you gotta listen to us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. And you gotta engage with us on Instagram, Mean Girls at Mean Girls Interrupted. And message us there. You can email us at um, Mean Girls Interrupted at gmail.com. Go to our website, Mean Girls Interrupted.com. And, um, and let us know how you, f- uh, let us know in the comments, most importantly. Let us know in the comments and the reviews what you thought of this episode and all other episodes. And if you're listening to this one and you haven't listened to the other side of our double feature, go and listen to Terrifier 2. It's a crazy, crazy movie. It's a crazy movie. Yeah. But with that, Travis, I'm going to have to see you at the movies. <laughs> Roll the credits. You um, you throw away mentioned character who did did have an appointment with Rose Cotter, but uh, then the night prior, you pulled out all of your hair and you swallowed it, and now you're having your stomach pumped. Anyway, that was that was mentioned by the nurse. Yeah, smile, smile. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>